Welcome to another edition of the Stoutcast podcast. This time, it is a totally computerized version. We are self-isolating, self-distancing. We have five, six people as part of this episode, and we are nowhere near each other. Why? Well, duh, because it's COVID-19 season. Are we going to do this next year when COVID-20 rolls around? Oh, yeah, every year. Every year? Great. Okay. Well, it's a date. Hopefully, we don't have to do it again. Exactly. Hopefully not. The voices that you hear, we have Dan Scott from Sacramento. We have Chris Knapp in Reno, Nevada. We have Joey Gonzalez, Sacramento. And then we have Jeff Scott and Raj Little, who are the head grand brewing poobahs at Oak Park Brewing in Oak Park, which is a neighborhood in Sacramento. So, gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you for having us. And we are going to, uh, on our maiden voyage here in the digital age, we're going to try three different stouts. We are going to try the Dead of Night and the Stout Kang by Oak Park. And then we're also going to try the Coconut Macaroons from the Brewery Bakery. Or is it the Bakery Brewery? Your thoughts? I think it's the Brewery. The Brewery. Dan? It's the Brewery. The Brewery Bakery. Bakery. Oh, bakery is the name of the stout. Okay. It's unclear by the labeling. Anyway, we'll get to that one in a minute. But let's talk a little bit about Oak Park. How long have you guys been around? And I guess, uh, how did you get into this racket? So Oak Park Brewing Company, the new version of it, we reopened in June of last year. So it's we're cl- closing in on our one-year anniversary. And my wife and I, Rebecca, were approached by some of the owners to come run the beer program here. So, And then Raj was my first hire is my brewing buddy so we're the two brewers here and we just like to have fun and make beer so i think you're still muted bob yeah you're still muted bob <laughs> yeah i can't i can't hear yeah you're muted bob you're mute hey bob you're still muted <laughs> hey bob you're back on now <laughs> so how has business been in the age of covid19 You know, we're all adapting to some diversity and, you know, it's going well. We've had a lot of support from the Oak Park community and the Sacramento community, and they've um, definitely have stepped their takeout game up and they've bought a lot of beer and food to go. So we're very thankful for that and are very appreciative. All right. So the first one we're going to try, we're going to try the Dead of Night, which everybody hold up your glasses (laughs) and and we'll we'll explain why Dan's already cheated. He's already poured his. Uh, All right, you guys have yours and glasses, but Mrs. Moffat was nice enough to loan us some jam jars. And so we were able to drop off the jam jars at Oak Park and Jeff filled them. So that's what we are consuming is is them in the jam jars. And now I've got to try to get one open, which is, I was not expecting to be a jam. (laughs) Michael Jackson wrote a song about that, right? Job, Jeff. Yeah, you know, it's lifting <laughs> kegs and grain all day. We call it brew fit. We like to, to work out while we work. So, you know, I can't help it. I'm sorry. My dad complained about it the other night, too. So he told me not to put his growler lid on so tight. No, I, I got it. But now I'm dribbling beer all. Mine did the same thing when I loosened it. So you could always do the old school trick and hit it with the knife on the top, right? That's what I had to do. Okay, nice. I got it. It's just leaking all over the place. Yeah, I, I tried to fill it up all the way so you wouldn't lose any carbonation. I appreciate that. All right. Well, I'm just going to dump the whole lid, everything in there. 
I'm still in my pajamas, so I mean, really, you know, it's all good. Yeah, who needs to get dressed anymore during these quarantine days, right? Exactly. All right, so tell me about this. What's in it? What was your idea behind it? Actually, before we do, what's the uh, what time are we looking at? 4.30 on my phone. 5.20. All right, I'm at 5.30, so we got about a minute and a half. All right, so what's, uh, go ahead and answer the... Uh... Rod, you got a minute and a half. Go. Okay, what was the question? Tell us about the Dead of Night. The Dead of Night Stout. Uh, shoo. Okay, so you're going to get a walnut. You're going to get a, a little bit of roasted or dark plum and a hint of tobacco. So on this beer, it doesn't have a lot of stringency in the back of the, back of the, the uh, mouth. Uh, as far as the, uh, as far as the uh, grain build, it's, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, on the hops, we used East Kent Golding's hops. It's pretty straightforward stout. So being a huge Beatle fan, my wife loves to play the song Blackbird by the Beatles. And so if you came in and looked at our um, beer board, it has a little blackbird and Raj will sing the song for you here in a minute. Go Raj. Yeah. Uh, that was great. That was really Blackbird singing yeah, in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. I make beer, I'm not, I don't get paid to sing. You do get paid to sing. Anything else you want to say about the beer? Just the only other thing would be, you know, my dad loves stouts, so I always wanted to brew a stout for him, and um, he goes by the Soul Man, but that's a different time and place and history, but now, so we have the Dead of Night Stout for him to drink when he comes in, so. Nice. Um, and uh, what's the alcohol content on this again? It's 5.5. Five. It's 5.5. Five. Five. five and a half percent. Five and a half percent. <laughs> Project Rod, speak up. <laughs> I like it. It's got a nice taste. It's got a little, uh, I don't know, tanginess? What's the, uh, you mentioned the ingredients. What's going to be the, the primary flavor there besides roasted malt? It's one of the only beers that we use an English L yeast on, so um, we ferment it a little warmer to get a little more estery and a little more kind of yeast profile on it than we would our Cal L beers, so... There we go. I know I'm tasting something, but I have no idea what it is. That's part of my charm. Dan, your thoughts? Uh, this is a fantastic beer. Um, as far as just being an example of an English stout, I mean, you guys really nailed it. Thank you. Before you even mentioned what the yeast was, I was like, this tastes really English. Like, this... Thank you. Know, you. Not an American-style stout in the least. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's really well done. So would yeasty be a compliment in this case, Dan? Uh, only when talking about my aroma. But no, no, it's not a yeasty beer. Dan, you smell a little yeasty. Cheers to you. <laughs> All right, uh, Chris. It's not bad. Well, I think what you're tasting is a, what do you say, a tobacco something? Yeah, you get a little smoky tobacco flavor on it. I like that. Are those Paul Malls? What do you got in there? It's menthol, baby. It's menthol. <laughs> Hopefully there's no mint in there. <laughs> no, but it's good. It's drinkable. It truly is. It's very, it's very light and nice. I like it. Joey. I was going to say, um, there is something I want to say, like, on the finish, and I guess that is a, the tobacco. I, I really like it quite a bit. It's got real good flavor, and then um, really like that smokiness, as you guys were saying. So, good stuff. All right. I like it. I, and I, I think it delivers as promised. The English style is, it's a little funky. 
for me just in general. So you nailed that, I think, with the funk. Okay. I, I, I've got to go for what you're delivering and, you know, how drinkable it is, enjoyable. It's, it's got that little bit of ta- that little bit of funk that's a, a little off-putting to me personally, but overall, I think it's very good. I like it. I like it. Uh, Dan, excellent, very good, good, fair, poor cat. Dan, Dan, I can't hear us. Dan, Dan. Well, Dan left us. Dan, are you there? I see him. I see Dan. Dan. I, I see him too. D A N. Oh, he just froze. Uh-oh. He froze. No, he's oh, 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 there. He's back. No, he's muted. Hey, Dan, are you watching Will of Fortune? No, that's that's uh. Who's that? Is it Joey? That's Joey. Joey's that's me. Joey's got a uh, family feud on in the yeah, background. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give it an excellent. Oh, there oh, it is. Oh, hi, Dan. There is it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, and you, you already gave it high praise. I don't know if you need to give any more. So that was a long time getting to you for that. But that's, was, it, was that the payoff we were looking for? That's right. Now, my, computer, my computer's acting up a little bit. That's all right. I think Jeff and Raj will definitely take an excellent, even if it took like five minutes to get to you. Thank Joey. You. Thank you. I like this. Um, I, uh, much more right, I can say about right. it, I, I'm going to say very good. Chris? It's very, very good to excellent. I'm, I'm keep drinking it. There's no funk to me. I like it. Now I'm out. That's kind of the general idea. So we're, we're a little bit in an awkward situation here in that we actually had to, you know, get beers to people, um, and they ran out of the brewery bakery, the coconut macaroons. So I think we'll, we'll pop them, we'll try them, and we'll ask our expert judges what they would expect from the definitions that have been given. Is that fair? It's a little weird. I feel really badly about drinking beer in front of you that, that I didn't give you, but I don't know what else. It's okay. You know, we could we could all we have a whole cooler full of beer, so we'll join you with something else. You've got a couple there. That's good to know. Alright, so I'm gonna pour some here and then I'll read the uh read the can. So yeah, it's it's kinda like something out of like a child's toy box the color scheme is like lime like a like a mint green and pink and some brown it's the brewery b-r-u-e-r-y bakery imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with coconut and natural vanilla flavor added 12.2 percent alcohol by volume the banner at the top says coconut macaroons and i'm already not really excited at, about this at all uh, because I don't like coconut macaroons. So oh. I'm hoping they miss the mark terribly on this. Oh, we've had this discussion before, Bob, about the uh, the Girl Scout cookies, the uh, Caramel Delights. I remember that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and sometimes I'm pleasantly surprised um, by the lack of the ability of the brewer to hit the mark on a particular taste that I can't stand. So describe it to us again. I went and got us another beer while you were describing it, so I didn't get a chance to catch yeah. it. That's an Imperial 12.2. Aged in bourbon barrels with coconut and natural vanilla flavor added. It promises coconut macaroons. So for that beer, I would expect a ton of bourbon flavor, lots of vanilla, some oakiness to it, and then probably... The coconut would probably come second to the bourbon, in my experience, with the beers I've had from the brewery. They're pretty bourbon-forward on their barrel-aged products. All right. Nap wants to weigh in. 
I took a sip of it. But, I mean, that is spot on. Exactly what he described. There's some bourbon flavor to it, and the coconut does take a back seat to it, if you will. Do you know what kind of bourbon it was aged in? Yeah, I don't think it says. It just as bourbon barrels. I can look it up, though. Just going to spice our beer up with a little bourbon to kind of get on the same page. So <laughs> Nice. Well, that's only fair. That's only fair. All right, Joey, your thoughts? That's interesting. So I get a, a, lot, of, a lot of bourbon. I'm missing the coconut. I don't, the coconut isn't there for me. I, I don't know. I, I'm getting overwhelmed by the bourbon, I think. God, I, you know, the thought of that is just lovely. Dan? Yeah, I've got a lot of bourbon up front and a lot of vanilla, but I also am not getting a ton of coconut out of this. Might be there in the background somewhere, but yeah, definitely not a coconutty macaroon to me. It's more like just a really, you know, really big boozy vanilla stout. Dan or Joey, do you like coconut? Yeah. Yes, I do. Nap? I love coconut. Are you getting coconut? A, very, a little bit. It's just a slide on the back end of it, but hardly any. So you should like it. I, this is actually very, very drinkable. It scares me with the 12.2. <laughs> Nap, go ahead. You first. It's delicious. The, you could, the bourbon, I, and I am... Uh, like Jeff was saying, I'm curious as to what bourbon they were using, what barrels, because it's a very uh, a smooth bourbon flavor, not harsh. And I'm not getting much of the coconut, if any, very little, but it's very good. Very drinkable. Joey, give me the scale again. Once again, excellent. Good. Very good. Good. Fair, um, poor cat. I will say fair because to me it's missing the coconut. It's, uh, <laughs> I like your reaction there. Uh, it's missing the coconut. And I think that's what the, what I was getting on the other end. Dan mentioned it. It's the vanillas. I agree with him. It you know pretty boozy. It really hits you with with the bourbon and the vanilla. And for because it's labeled coconut macaroon. It's to me it's missing the coconut altogether. I have to go with fair. What's your overall enjoyment? I mean, good, f very good, f very excellent. Me fair? Are you yeah? Are you enjoying it? It's I can I can I'll drink it because it's there. So I'm going to go fair. All right. That's fair. All right, Dan. I'm going to give it a good. I've had quite a few bourbon barrel aged Imperial Stouts from the brewery. Um, this one's really thin compared to a lot of the other ones. Um, the mouth feels really thin, but it's it's a good. It's good. Hey, Dan, do you think that's because it's 12% versus 17 or 18%? Versus 19. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that is part of it. Yeah. I love it. I think it's awesome, and I love the fact that I have I can't taste the coconut whatsoever. So norm normally we give extra credit for nailing it, but in this case I'm giving extra credit because they didn't nail it. Um, <laughs> this is really good stuff. Yeah, actually, as it, as it warms up, the coconut becomes a little more present too. Okay, note to self: keep cold. Keep cold. Yeah, on the on the can it tells you the temperature to drink it at. 45 degrees, and yeah, like uh, um, like Dan was saying, the warmer it gets, the more likely you're going to get them flavors out. All right. Well, word of the wise. For you, Bob, drink cold. cold. Drink cold. Absolutely. Um, yeah. No, I love. I'm gonna. I would give it an excellent. Um, and I haven't. It's. Uh, I didn't pour myself much. 
As I'm drinking out of the Junkie Clothing Exchange, 960 South Virginia Street, um, zombie crawl cup that uh, I happen to have my milk in from lunch. (laughs) Milk? You drink milk for lunch? (laughs) Yes, when I'm working, Joey. You? Uh, milk's a bad choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that wasn't that hot outside. <laughs> right. No, that's true. <laughs> All right. The Kang? The Kang. Tell me about the Kang. Kang. So uh, this was part of our uh, artist collaboration. So we worked with an artist named Jupiter. So he brought the idea in. He had a piece of artwork that he created, and he wanted to pair it with a stout. So the one, the one condition that he had, he wanted to infuse coffee with the stout. So uh, we took that challenge on. Uh, we reached out to Pachamama Coffee. Uh, I don't know a lot about coffee, and uh, they sat me down, gave me a presentation on how coffee's processed and you know how you're supposed to pour coffee. So uh, long story short, well, I'm uh, pouring coffee all over my laptop right now. Um, <laughs> That's why I'm licking my fingers. All right, go for it. Yeah. So long story short, uh, we ended up going with an Ethiopian coffee. So with this uh, Imperial Stout grain bill, we infused it with the Ethiopian coffee. We used uh, toasted coconut. And we also, uh, what else did we put in it, Jeff? A little hazelnut extract. Hazelnut extract. So uh, by far, this is the most complex beer that we've brewed at this brewery, uh, Jeff and I. Super proud of it, and uh, we're getting really good feedback on it, and uh, we're looking to brew it again. So, uh, and so, yeah the, yeah, the Ethiopian coffee that we used was a very light roast, so it's not going to be like a super powerful espresso coffee character in the beer. It just adds little notes of like lemon zest and blueberries, blueberries to the background of it. So we didn't want to overpower the beer with the espresso. So we just wanted little notes of like a light roast in there, um, which is why we chose. We tried their light roast, their medium roast, their dark roast, and espresso, and we felt they all kind of overpowered the base beer itself. And we wanted to kind of make it more complex and more layered. So we went with a light roast on it. And a, and a shout out to them as well. They are very much in tune with. Um, you know, the labor and um, the workers that are, you know, that are processing their coffee beans. I've, uh, I've talked to their, uh, talked to their owner be, uh, previously about that. So, you know, if you are, uh, if you are of that bent to, um, you know, to worry about other people in other countries, then, uh, then this one, just socially, just socially, you know, for social reasons, you know, care about humanity and, and drink some of this. There you go. It's a, that's a public service announcement. It's one to grow on. This is um this is this is really interesting. And I mean interesting in in a good way. Often I use the word interesting as I'm trying to figure out a way to say this is really not up my alley. Um but I'm I, it's like a stall, you know. I'm like, "Um god, provocative." Yes. Wow. This is um I'm going to have another one. Who's up? Who 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 wants to weigh in? Hold on. Okay, you lost your turn. This is really th- this is really good. It's sweet. I find it really sweet, which I like. Which, given the you know the definition or the description with the coffee in it, I'm expecting uh, something with that with that extra coffee. Uh, is the I think the coconut is what's sweetening it, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and in a way that's a little, it's a little tangy. 
which is the only thing that's a little off-putting uh, to me. But it also comes at me in waves, which I which I always think is cool, regardless of whether I like it or not. But it's a very interesting beer. You said the word complex. I think you I think you nailed it. It is Joey is left. Joey is left. He's he's he doesn't know what to do. He's just he's walking around in a circle, pacing. I had to get a fresh glass. I tried to. I had to give it a fair shot. To be honest with you, drinking it out of that mason jar, I was getting some of that uh, that that the lid that uh, whatever that canister flavor, and so I couldn't give it a fair shot. So go to Sharpie. There you go. Yes. <laughs> All right. So fair shot, fair shake. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you know, that's com complex. I don't know how to describe it, but it's good. I mean, really, really good. Um, it's just, there's a lot happening. I don't know what's going on. I, <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm a bit at a loss for words because it's just, it's delicious. Confusion reigns. We'll try to <laughs> allow Mr. Gonzalez to, to find his faculties and way back in. <laughs> Mr. Knapp, you look like you have something to say. Well, yeah. So, is this uh, is this particular one at a certain temperature to bring out the flavors? Because I'm I'm getting the the sweet the the sweetness, not sweet, overpowering sweetness. But is that the hazelnut, the coconut? Which because I love coconut, so if you put it in there, I don't care. I'll like it. It is. You're right. It's very complex, and the coffee is not overpowering. But that sweetness is that the hazelnut extract that you guys did put in there. I think it's part of it. And I also think, you know, we did a pretty heavy bittering on the beer itself originally. And the beer has changed somewhat from when we caked it about a month and a half ago. So it had a little more bitterness to it up front in the beginning when we first released it. And that bitterness has fallen out a little bit over time. And so the sweetness is a little more predominant now than it was. And I do think some of that comes from the hazelnut extract that we put into it. Um, but the toasted coconut was, it didn't add, it was unsweetened toasted coconut. So that shouldn't have added really any actual sweetness to the beer itself. Um, but I think it is just a matter of the, the aging of it. And as far as temperature goes, you know, the beer will change as it warms up. So, you know, you might first get more coconut up front but then as it warms up you might get more hazelnut or the coffee might come out a little bit more down the road um, but typically stouts you normally want to serve I think 45 to 50 ish in that range slightly slightly on the warmer side and as beers warm up you get different notes on them so it's kind of fun to drink the beer and taste it up front when it's ice cold and then try it again you know a minute or two later and get a get the different aromas and flavors on it and it just kind of evolves as it warms up so you're gonna sit there and tell me that it's the gift that keeps on giving yeah it mm -hmm. evolves and changes and it just keeps providing you more and more complexity to your life yeah. <laughs> wow man wow <laughs> all right who wants to rate this first i will rate it very good and with the, with the the complexity of the flavor, like they say, the coffee that's not overwhelming, it's very very good, very drinkable. But I will go on record. The, the dead of night, I like better. Okay, sweet. Two out of two ain't bad. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm gonna second that. I um, just the there's a little there's a little. Uh, tanginess in there, a little 
bitterness. It's it's almost like a like a metallic kind of aftertaste that's a little off-putting. I love it at the beginning. I love it. But then as it as it goes through its progression in my mouth, then it, it loses a little bit. But still very good. Just a, a really cool beer and one of those, it's just a talker. It's just nice to, you know, sit around with friends like we're doing now. Um, 500 miles away or whatever we are and uh, and talk about. So really hats off. Really uh, nicely done. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Joey or Dan, raise your hand first. Who's Who's got it? Nope. Joey wins. Um, so now that uh, I've let my uh, palate relax a little bit. It's in a hammock. I can see it. It's in the backyard. It's right over there by the, by the lemon tree. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give it a very good. Um, I can really taste the complexity now i get the coffee notes i get the coconut in there i get the hazelnut and bob i will just say maybe the metallic could be coming from the mason jar though because i pour this into a glass and it's very very <laughs> it's very very clean because <laughs> i was getting that taste early on no more mason jars bob <laughs> and i will say this i will say this one of the, of the two that we had i i prefer this one uh the stout king um and i'm usually not one uh to i usually don't go with the imperial i like something a little bit lower on the abv something that's a lot more drinkable on a regular basis but this is very, very nice. Joey likes something in an orange soda. <laughs> so, uh, but I really enjoyed it. So, uh, good job, you guys. Hey, we, you. we do an orange uh, vanilla seltzer here, too. So, you know, that might work one day. <laughs> Dan? Dan? Yeah, I'm, I'm a very good on this one as well. It's funny. It, it reminds me a little of Vietnamese coffee. Like, just kind of the little bit of sweetness and the creaminess and the coffee. Um, but yeah, definitely a very good. This is this is a really nice coffee stout. So thank, thank you. you, guys. Thanks, Dan. Uh, I think we have all found some quality products here um, at Oak Park Brewing, and um, we want to thank you. Just uh, you know, anybody have anything? Just as we're thinking about, you know, what times we're living in um, with the health of breweries. Uh, and tap houses i guess what's the what's the word that we want to get out to the public for jeff and raj i mean i think it's bigger than just us i think it's you know whatever your brewery your restaurant is you know your local shops just get out there and support them during these times and you know try to shop local get small stuff you know just really support your community and your neighborhood because without your community and your neighborhood all the small businesses wouldn't make it so yeah, so if I can duck tail off that, you know, in, in these times, man, I, I think we are built for relationships, you know. So if we can all connect and reflect, you know, that's something we really need to look at, you know, just bring it back to community, family and community, and then go outside of the city, the state, you know, the nation, the world. But, uh, you know, here, you know, some of the things that Jeff and I, we talk about a lot is connecting with the community members you know it's like it, it might take us a while to produce a certain style of beer that the people want it's like you know that that's something that we want to do but there are there are other things before that so we're listening we're hearing what the people are saying and uh we just want to put out a uh, quality product you know so it's like uh we're not trying to be the best we're just trying to stay in our lane and do what we do you know, so educate, create, have fun, quality and consistency. 
that's what we stick to. It's a deep thought. And now I've got to, I've just got to totally demolish that by asking you with the headphones on your head, are you related to Princess Leia? <laughs> hey, more of a Hellboy. You know? <laughs> more Hellboy than uh, Princess Leia. No, it's just, uh, you know, it's just like uh, we go through our day and, uh, you know, it's like I try to surround myself with positive people and positive thoughts. So if I have my headphones on, you know, I'm keeping myself in that realm. So, yeah. So when I take them off, yeah, we don't, we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> You're a beautiful oh, human being, Raj Little. <laughs> Raj likes to call us. What do you call us? The Barnes well, the, and the, Bartles and the James. Bartles and James. <laughs> Bartles and James of the beer world. Chris Knapp. Hey, hey, Bob, before we head out, I mean, when I swung by today to pick up my samples from Oak Park Brewing, they've got a, they're on a nice, uh, I guess it'd be like an arrowhead corner kind of of a place. They have a nice uh, atmosphere inside of the uh, the brewery itself uh, slash uh, restaurant, and outside a, a nice open patio uh, with plenty of seating. I, it was it was great. So, yeah, thank you. Uh, it's a nice place, so get there. The beer art. You got art. You've got murals all over the place. Yeah, we have a couple different murals done by. One was done by a local artist, Bammer. Um, it was for the IGYB project, the I Got Your Back project that focuses on mental health in the restaurant industry and in the hospitality industry. And then the other one we have is from a tattoo artist from, I wanna say Mexico City. Um, she was a friend of one of the people who got the new Oak Park going, Chris, and she came up, did the mural and tattooed a bunch of people while she was here and just had fun. and. We did a beer, the Midnight Passenger Porter, which she did the artwork for that. So, like, again, we like to support local artists or artists all over the world, apparently. Beers we make, we can. We try to get their logo, their artwork on the can and have fun with them. So, yeah. All right. That is Jeff Scott. Next to him or behind him, Raj Little, Chris Knapp, Joey Gonzalez, and Dan Scott. I'm Bob Moffitt. want to thank you for joining us on this episode of the Stoutcast podcast. Remind you that wherever you're listening, whether it be Spotify or Podcastify or Google Play or iTunes or TuneIn or whatever the sixth one is, I always forget. Uh, we want to thank you for listening, but also remind you that there's a website. You can go to this episode. You can see the Cliff Notes version of the brews that we tried, see what the judges thought of them and why they thought those things about them. And then we also have a beer list. We also have a best of list, which Oak Park Brewing is now a proud member with the excellent rating they received. Yeah! <laughs> we did it! You did we it! We did it! Life is complete. I'm good. I'm going home. Arrivederci. There you go. So we want to thank you and remind you about all those things that the website has to offer. That's stoutcast.com. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you.